Welcome to the Video Gamer UK and Ireland podcast. I am your... Will you get back in your box for one second, right? I am your stand-in host, Colm O'Hearn. Alice Bell is a little bit poorly uh, today, so... Send her your well wishes, I suppose. Skiving. Um, <laughs> and with me this week, as always, is the sexy Sam Riley. Thank you. And the terrifically horrible bastard, Tom Ari. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I went with my medium hello. It wasn't the quietest it could have been. I was kind of hoping in recent weeks you've been very exuberant, Tom. Hello. Wow. It's like being on morning radio here. I know. <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, I suppose, right, normally uh, we do like to shine up our balls and uh, stick them into the news cannon. This podcast this is changed. Away. This has changed. Straight away. Uh, Smut. Well, it has in recent, in recent times, Tom. But the, the one thing that stays the same is the news cannon, right? Because the, the main story, I suppose, from this past week is No Man's Sky related. Mm. And how, I suppose, people were getting a little bit peeved uh, with Sean Murray and all at Hello Games for the fact that they were staying quiet. They were men- weren't mentioning a single solitary thing about the game. The, o- the most recent thing from Hello Games, I suppose, was the hack. Well, yeah. it, did, it turned out to be a hack anyway. Um, where, uh, was it on the Hello Games? or No, it was on the No Man's Sky account where... Sean Murray basically said, well, well yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it did turn out not to be him, where he said the No Man's Sky was a mistake. But it wasn't a mistake, Tom and Sam, because the lads at Hello Games have been working very hard at an update, the Foundation Update 1.1. Uh, so the things that have been added to it, uh, I mean, it's, it's a, a ridiculous list, basically. Mm. It's fucking huge. Um, so there's three new game modes. You have Normal Mode, uh, this is the words of your brother, no time. So mm. I, I, that's I, not I, a new ex- game mode, is it? <laughs> normal. Uh, so there's normal mode, which which is the original chilled exploration experience. Mm. Uh, you have creative mode, which allows players to explore the universe without limits and build a huge base, and you have survival mode, which really changes the game, creating a much more challenging endurance experience. So, like, there's an awful lot here. The base building is obviously a large part of it to the mm. point where there's they've put in a new mode that lets you kind of play around with the base building. Uh, there's farming, which <laughs> I just think of lads going around cutting silage. Uh, there's making camp, which I'm not entirely too sure what that actually means. Um, freighters. There's just an awful lot here. Like, I don't know, Sam, in terms of this update, uh, like, do do you think that their silence was warranted to basically... Do you think that was a good tact here to just go dark and try and fix this game effectively? Uh, I would say it's a little bit similar to... Uh, if you remember when James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd, got caught up in the whole Ghostbusters debate. Now, he was one of the only people... I don't, to be honest. I have well, no I, idea what you're talking about. Well. Yeah, essentially, he basically came out and he said he was a big fan of the originals. He had nothing against uh, like them portraying women as Ghostbusters, blah, blah, blah. He just didn't want to see it uh, because it didn't look like a great movie. And, of course, there was a lot of you know discussion about that at the time. His tactic was to stay quiet, and that kind of just washed over him, and he went back to normal within about two weeks, and people had forgotten about it. So that is a tactic that can pay off, even in today's world of you know online lynch mobs and all that kind of stuff, all that bad blood online. But I think in this case, what they did by going silent was basically just to look like they didn't care. 
that they had ripped people off and that, you know, what they'd essentially done is, or at least Sony had allowed to happen, was that they had lied about what they were presenting. So I think a little bit more uh, communication would have been preferable uh, rather than just saying, hey, guys, we're going to finish the game that you bought for full mm. price. It's going to take a while. You know, it, anything would have been better than silence, I think. I can understand why they so? did it. But, but are they not kind of screaming into the void if they pop up with anything? You're like, Because uh, the only reason I say that is because I think the tact of just, yeah, going dark and then coming back with the the update is kind of the r- right thing to do. Just just because if you say, like, you're, you're making the game and you're, yeah, you're trying to make it better. You're trying to, as you say, build a game that people thought they were going to get day one. And then if you're tweeting, you're going, you know, oh, fuck it, look, yeah, it, it is coming, blah, blah, blah. You're, you're just going to get more aggro from people basically saying, will you fucking get off Twitter and make the game, which only kind of, I don't know, feeds the beast. I think people are going to say there's always going to be the negative people either way. You come out and you face it head on uh, and you tell your consumers what's happened. There are people who say, get off Twitter and go and make the game finished. And then if you do what they did, which is just to keep silent, people will say, oh, why are you not You're talking not doing to anything. us? Mm. But yeah, there's always going to be contrarians. And in this case, I think a bit of contrarianism was warranted because it was anti-consumer what they did and uh, the game as it is now uh, with you know the update is closer I would imagine to the game that people thought they were buying mm. so I don't really have a lot of sympathy for them. I thought Joe Danger first Joe Danger was a great game I was really excited to Ooh, see great what... is strong the first Joe Danger was a decent game well I, for what it was I thought it was a lot of fun last level was a piss take because I did everything but that last level it was too hard but I thought <laughs> They were a studio with a lot of potential. I thought they were going to go and do something medium-sized next and have a lot of success and grow and grow. But they took on a challenge that was far beyond a small studio, Mm -hmm. ridiculously so. And they made what should have been a 20-quid, you know, $25 game. Uh, And people would have said, oh, it's limited, but I paid a smaller price and it's a lot of fun. It's never going to be one of these huge monster Kickstarter space sim games. It's, Mm. you know, it's going to be a small little, uh, smaller but also vast in its kind of intent. But we get that it's going to be quite limited in some respects. And and all of this stuff would have really helped give value even to a 20 quid package if they had just brought it in earlier, if they had these up, updates as they are now in the box or they'd released it later. I don't think there was any rush for No Man's Sky to come out when it did. I don't think it Well, was... I mean, from Sony's point of view, I suppose there was. Well, there was, like, but you know? <laughs> was that like a time in the year that Sony really needed to fill with a huge disappointment? Well, that Sony's, was lineup, backfire Sony's on lineup has been not great. It's been non-existent. Generally. I think the problem with No Man's Sky is that had they released it, like like Sam said, a cheap price, or even, and this wouldn't have been doable on the PlayStation, but as an early access game, and they were very honest, like, this is the initial release, we're going to mm. add this. I mean, there have been similar games, I think, was it, um, was it Subnautica, maybe? It's like an underwater version mm-hmm. of No Man's Sky, I think. Um, and they add stuff to that all the time. And Elise adding, was... Yeah, um, Elise is a similar thing, yeah. So, and then people will get an experience, but then they know that it's not the final thing, there is more coming. I think that would have obviously helped this game in particular, because they, I think they have big plans for it, from the sounds of things. But that those plans were not all there on day one. And I guess because they released it as a full price, was it like 50 quid, 45 mm, quid? I yeah. remember PS4 games as well as PC, people expected certain things and they weren't there. I think in terms of what, whether they should have said anything or not, I'm not sure if you've read um, John Ronson's um, 
you've been publicly shamed. I think it's called or shamed. I'm not sure. What that I was is. reading about that yesterday. That's really and weird that you brought that up. Uh, I mean, it's not entirely related, but I mean, it's all about people that have done things in the public and they've been called out for them essentially publicly. Um, and it's often stuff like someone did a tweet and then suddenly they've lost their job like the next day, that kind yeah. of thing, because there's a like, lynch mob type stuff. Um, everyone getting behind attacking that person for something. I think in, in no, um, um, Hello Games' case, there has been like an element of everybody was on their back. And it's, I guess, going silent was, I think, I guess, on balance, the right thing to do. Like whatever they said, it wouldn't have been enough to counter the negativity. Mm-hmm. And coming back with something at least shows that they are doing things. Had they come back and said like two months ago, we're doing this, but it's still it's coming in the future. People have begun well. Why wasn't it there day one? Blah, blah, blah. At least now it's out, this update. I think, I think yeah, this method combats that. Mm. It's basically like it's... Because this is coming this week, isn't it? It's out. The update is out. Or is, is it out? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it, it is a case of, you know, yeah, it's, it's there for you know. Yeah, like and they've, they've said that there's more... Co- this is like the first part of their plans to build a bigger game. And it is substantial. I mean, I when they announced it, which was like the day before it came out, they kind of made it sound like it wasn't going to be a big deal. Like they said, it's like the foundation update, and it's like mm-hmm. and it's like the first stage essentially. But they've actually added it's a huge. lot more than what I thought they were going to add for the first big update. Yeah. Like um, the, so I think I think it was the right move, but whatever they did, I think was always going to be met with negativity because people still haven't got over the fact that the game they bought is not the game that they thought they were getting yeah and like i i I will be the first to say that the the reason they thought they were getting that game was because of mixed messaging Mm. and it was it was a poorly it was poorly communicated to people what this game actually was um whereas yeah this this kind of seems more along the uh, more along the lines of what people thought they were going to get uh, but I, I don't know. Does, does this make you interested in No Man's Sky or more interested in No Man's I Sky? I think the problem I have with No Man's Sky generally is that the the core to it appears to be mining for things, <laughs> and that is not something I'm particularly keen on doing. Right. I played it for about I don't know a couple of hours, and like base building isn't really something I'm into either particularly. But like like it didn't. You like didn't follow, didn't you? But I, didn't, I didn't build any bases in Fallout. Okay, I, did the, I did the bare minimum, whatever it told me to put some beds Four in. I threw them in, threw them in a room. They weren't organized very well. No, no heater or anything. It was just get the beds in the rooms. I never built anything beyond that, really. I don't really. It's not something I, I enjoy doing in game building mm. things. It feels like, I guess, work. I don't really want yep. to be doing work in and games. In a, in a game that's about exploring the cosmos, mm. restricting yourself to going back to the same planet and putting up another few walls every so often, that kind of defeats the point a little bit, doesn't it? Like, people like their, you know, uh, building their own little castle or base. It's been in loads of games, especially RPGs, for the last few years, but I don't know that it's it really jives with the, the vibe that they're going for for the overall game. I don't mm. think anyone said... You know this game about exploring this beautiful open universe where you know it could take a thousand years and stuff. You have to get planning permission for a exactly. Bungalow, yeah. yeah, I really want to go talk to the council for mm. an half hour. It's just yeah, they've it, added some stuff weird. like the farming stuff and like being able to grow your own crops and things should I think make the game a little bit better. If you get into that, you don't have to farm so much yourself by going out and gathering resources, I guess. And you can mm. hire like alien crew members and things and that, buy, yeah, yeah, that, buy big freighters cool, and stuff. It all sounds like possibly like i guess like they said the foundation there's bigger things to come where the, your base and like your ships and everything else might have more of an impact on the bigger game possibly but i guess it's 
it's a good start, I would say. I mean, it's a shame there wasn't a clearer, I guess, path in terms of what was coming when. But I guess if they had these ideas to begin with, it would have seemed very much like they're trying to charge full price for an early access game from the beginning. Mm. Um, now, over the past couple of days, uh, one of the bigger stories, I suppose, in games was one of the bigger stories in consumerism. I'm looking for a tie-in <laughs> and I'm, I'm really searching. It's Black Friday, lads. Mm. The mm. never-ending holiday of money spending. It's now Cyber... Um, cyber cyber Monday. Week. We've it's missed Cyber c- Monday. It was yesterday. The, is it yeah. Cyber Week? It it's cyber now Cyber Tuesday. Week. That's, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> well, it's like, it just never ends. Well, I suppose, yeah, it's an American idea that's kind of, because of the internet and Amazon, whatever, just branched out. Um, but uh, in terms of games, yeah, there was PlayStation had their highest sales since mm. like launch. There were some good deals on PS4. There, crazy there was deals. Mm. Um, Pokemon was huge, sold massive numbers, mm. and Watch Dogs as well sold huge. Uh, it was it dropped down in the charts, but it it actually sold more than it did on the, launch, the first yeah. week. Did you? I don't know. Did you? Did you pick up anything yourselves? No. Is, Black, is Black Friday anything I looked, that interesting? I looked at a lot of deals. And I thought, that's a good deal. And I didn't buy anything. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where I've always, whenever there's a Black Friday or any kind of great Christmas deals, I've always bought my expensive console a few weeks before or maybe mm. a few months before. I mm. mean, there was one on like, and I, I'm not too bothered about storage space and all this. I don't mind deleting old games. So for me, seeing something like the 500 gig PS4, I don't know if it was like the slightly newer version, but it was the 500 gig PS4 with like three really quality games for about... 220 so if that all three games could have been charged at one of those retailers that does rrp or close enough if all of them were 40 quid which is quite you know understandable from one of those retailers then that playstation 4 500 gig was 100 quid Mm -hmm. that's pretty crazy to me Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean my view on it since you ask is that you know uh it's just another sales you know time year it's like an early christmas but I kind of wish it was in summer. I wish there was like the Christmas, uh, you know, time of year where there's lots of sales on, and there was a summer one. I know they do summer sales, but I don't think any summer sale ever matches Black Friday's kind of knockdown no, prices. I mean, Black Friday's. I mean, I bought uh, a twelve pack of batteries. Mm-hmm. Um, got them. They were about one fifty off. Double A's. Right. Handy. To be clear, <laughs> the double A is at the. It's the double it's, A. Is, it's the, 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 is it the really skinny one or the no. kind of the, the one that goes tri- in like a remote control? Triple A are the like really skinny small yeah, ones. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah double mm. like so. Generally speaking, you would put three triple A's into an appliance. Double A's normally two. Mm. Um, yeah. What else did I buy? I bought something else. Uh, fairly kind of something very exciting. Um, More exciting I, than batteries. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying. Can't remember what it was. I think it might have been a mic stand. Mm. So, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I think all in all, I saved myself about 550. Yes. Which, yeah. uh, that's what's all, it's, it's, it's about saving. Did I need these things? Maybe, maybe not, but you, it's about did savings. Did you club anyone over the head to get them, is the question. That's the true spirit of Black Friday. Yeah. yeah Hurting yeah, your fellow man which we, for which, cheaper goods. Which we only saw... Uh, before I kind of came here in Jingle All the Way, yep. which, I, which I actually beautiful film, which I put on uh, the other day because uh, myself and herself we decided to put up the Christmas tree. It is November, yeah, mm. I know that, right? <laughs> but at the same time, it's like next weekend. I won't lie to you, Tom. Next weekend is a bit busy. We have a couple of things on, so we were kind of thinking mm. like last weekend had a bit of free time, so we decided to put up the. Is it just put, a tree, or is it decorations as well? 
Well, like, I mean, you the, have, the tree has been decorated. You haven't, it's not like, just you haven't hung, you haven't hung like tinsel from the ceiling or anything. Not yet. No. no. Is that going to happen though? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a classy person when it comes to the Christmas decoration. Mm. I'm not a fan of tackiness or no. like you know multicolored lights and flashing lights mm. and all that kind of jazz. My nan loved that. Really, I was going to say shit. It was. <laughs> it, it was like the the living room used to be covered in like all manner of hide- hideous looking things that were hanging from the ceiling. These days, sadly, Nan is no longer around. So it's just a nice tree in the corner. Right. Okay. You, but is it, I'm guessing, like, is the tree more, is it less kind of loud, if you will? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, less okay. loud. It's got some nice baubles, tasteful ones. Tasteful ones. Good. Mm. Good. Good. Um, this year it's got a robin that we bought from a garden center. Okay. Mm, five pounds. It was a very Ugh. expensive bauble. Five pounds? Yeah, that's what happens when you have a son who likes things. Who likes it. Mm. I want it, daddy. Mm. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Well, well, actually, yeah. Well, what, what goes on top of the tree? I don't know. I'm not sure anything goes on top of our tree. It's just... Really? Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, is it angel or star? Yeah, that's it, the usual one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, a carrot maybe or something. A carrot? Fuck it, Tom, you've have, you not seen the, have you not seen the advert? There's a carrot on top of a tree. I can't remember what advert is. That's got to be an ironic statement, though. Like Aldi or something. Right. Mm. <laughs> Some car manufacturer probably. Not Aldi. Aldi. Oh, right. Yeah, I heard Audi as well. Audi, one of the Germans. They're not going to put carrots on a tree. Oh, yes, it's a Christmas carrot on top of the tree. Um, Stupid Englishman. Now, Christmas is a time of giving. Mm. It's a time for receiving. It's a time for, I can't remember the lyrics, what are they? It's a time for giving, a time for receiving, a time for mistletoe wine, whatever the fucking lyrics are. But it's also a time for the last guardian time, mm. right? Because... Mm. Like, I'm sure a lot of boys and girls, Sam, will be waking up Christmas morning, running downstairs. They'll be amazed by the cool stairs anyway, first of all. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. then they'll, they'll run down and they'll check their Christmas stockings and they'll go, oh my God, what is this? Is this fucking Kevin Bridges' latest DVD? No, it's The Last <laughs> Guardian. Mm. How exciting. I'd, if I'd got a game in my stocking, I'd have been amazed. Well, well, child. The, well like, to be S- fair. Stockings? Mo- st- yeah, yeah. Get an orange or a Satsuma. I, I once I did get a, a um, cool. music cassette tape of um, Michael, Michael, Jack- Michael Jackson's Michael bad. Jackson. It was bad. Good choice. Really? Yeah. Oh, very good. This is when I was a very young child. Yeah. Um, but yeah, never a video game and a stocking. No, to be fair, like the the stocking, my stocking anyway was reserved for Pringles, mm. maybe because the Pringles is a is a like Santa's clever there, like because he obviously he can't be giving you loads in your stocking. So that fills out the stocking a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's generally food, maybe a packet of Haribo, mm. that kind of stuff. But The Last Guardian, a lot of kids, they'll be waking up, they'll be getting The Last Guardian, Sam, but they won't be getting, one thing they won't be getting is the press pack. Mm. Unless they're high up in the world, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> unless but, it's my son. Yes. Tom, you mm. have The Last Guardian press pack. We can't talk about the game. Here it is, everyone. Ooh. Look at that. Isn't this, this is amazing I for will, audio media. I'm going to describe it for you. Please do. Listeners. Yeah. Please do it in a rich and silky voice. Right. This, this is, this is, this is going to be my normal voice. Okay. Um, okay. Silky. Right. So it comes in a, a, what size would you say? Kind of a bit bigger than A4? I would yeah. say, it's yeah. Bit, it's Four kind of, half. it's kind of like um, Christmas annual. Yep. Solid. Yeah. 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 Reuter so Rovers. I can imagine some... one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the back is a small picture of a feather. 
Can I, can I see the feather, Tom? There's the feather. It's kind of... Can you see it there? Is that a feather? That is a feather. It kind of looks like snot kind of... It's definitely a feather. Okay, all right. Yeah. On the front is a silhouette of... Of lo- Europe. Of... It does look a bit like Europe. It does. But it is, in fact... The continent. The <laughs> yeah. the bird... Not the band. The bird beast. Trico, I think it's called. Trico. Trico. Yeah. yeah and the boy. Right. And he looks like he's giving... Trico or Trico, a thing. I don't know what that is. It's a mystery. You'll have to clarify, Tom. <laughs> He's giving him what looks like a feather. Maybe okay. scratching his nose. Okay. In a, a kind of an affectionate way? Yes, I think so. Also, yeah. on our copy of this press kit, Trico's hand claw is a bit broken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and you're, telling, you're speculating that, isn't, that shouldn't be the case. That probably wasn't how it was manufactured to be like that no <laughs> right. so inside that that cover is a kind of smooth sort of embossed <laughs> what <laughs> what it's kind of it's smooth but embossed a smooth embossed it is yeah. both light and a dark rough and it's like <laughs> look, it's a you, perfume you run your hand across that sam oh it's both smooth and embossed exactly brilliant for the exactly so and that is also it's the same size obviously it's got a playstation logo on the back yeah but just to remind you on the bottom this is like it looks like feathers on the front on the front surface but there's a little i guess a hole that suggests you should do something with the top of this yeah maybe flip it open yeah so if you kind of flip it open with okay. difficulty i found yeah it seems like you're struggling a tad because yeah. it's it's a bit awkward the way is they it designed magnetized this. or something i think oh, no. possibly right Fucking so hell it's a pop-up book. here we go so when you open it up you get like a a pop-up scene from the last guardian and there is it's exactly the image from the front but in color and now i can see exactly it was a feather he was giving right, we him. We can clarify. It was a feather. It was a feather. I don't From know. Here, it kind of looks like a big foam hand that you get at sports games. It does a bit, but I think it's Weird a feather. I don't know why, because he has lots of feathers on him already. Why but, does he need another one? Yeah. Exactly. But he's perched on like a, a pillar of some sort and there's birds in the background and a bridge and smoke. Anyway, <laughs> if you open up the, the whole package a little bit, yep. inside, this is the bit I was trying to keep a secret from you. Okay. They've included fuck me an actual pink. feather. <laughs> is it a real feather? I don't or is it know. One of those fake, cheap ass plastic. I'm not feathers? sure to be honest. But can I, can I clarify? Can I have the? You have a look at what it says on there in oh, shit. very <laughs> special uh, writing. Holy shit! They actually have written on the feather, "The Last Guardian." Mm. Again, to remind you of the game that you were about yeah. to play. Has anyone seen me feather? No, yeah. no, no. The Last Guardian feather. That's yes, amazing. Mm. I don't think... No, Sam, do you want to clarify? I don't think that's a real feather. If you you want to clarify... Well, with my extensive ornithological background, I'll Mm. be able to tell you that that does not look like a real feather. Oh, no. A person must be tickled with it for us to find out. Uh, We'll avoid avoid that part of the process. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, that's a nice touch. I wasn't expecting the feather, to be honest. I've never had a feather. I don't think I've ever had a feather in a press kit before. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, original. Um, Career first. So that's quite, that's quite... Can I have that back, please? Sorry. You can. <laughs> right, so... Hang on to the feather, for God's inside, sake. Inside the actual main compartment... Yes. It's like when you get, like, a book and there's, like, hidden bit inside, like, in um, the film with Nicolas Cage or something. Yep. Um, the Wicker Man. That one. That one, yeah. Yep. Yeah, face um, off, yeah. And yep. then you get, obviously, you get, like, bits of tat. So you've got a letter, 
that hasn't been obviously it's been printed on this bit of paper it's not been handwritten or you're or not anything. you're not seeing and you've got like a heartfelt note postcards but a feather a plastic feather. The plastic feather said it felt like they'd made an effort a bit more like this has not been handwritten it's not <laughs> to it's me not, can you clarify they're not, not going to handwrite it does not say dear tom on the front okay it does, does it... say it's number 124 out of 2456 right that's... so that's not a bad i mean i'm not quite top 100 yeah but i'm getting there close close <laughs> so inside it says dear adventurers see yeah it's not yeah. very personal could have said dear tom could have done you know then then you definitely give him kind of extra yeah. points well what do you have in your hand there? postcard things with little pictures and also a collector's edition soundtrack download code okay right probably never use that It'd probably just never be used by anybody probably um, never yet but then the key part of all this really is the uh, special disc. Oh. Look, so you've got a lovely shiny bit of cardboard. And on the other side, oh, it's Just Dance Whoa. 2017, everyone. <laughs> there it is. Nice. Been waiting a long time. Thank God. They went to that. They went to massive lengths to try yeah. and send us Just Dance 2017. The disc did arrive, but I've, I've been using it, so it's not currently so on the, that's the case that is the that is what it came on nothing that, will ever go wrong with that case no i, will know it be, I feel like be it will always thing. stay there perfectly on this piece of cork mm. just, just like the halo 3 one years mm. ago which no yeah. one complained about and everyone had a grand old time with mm. it. yeah things coming like discs coming loose was a thing maybe in the ps2 era in particular always used to get games in the post and they're always loose mm. ps1 was terrible for it ps2 mm. at some dreamcast point oh the dream about dreamcast cases that had broken spindles or whatever they were oh mm. the old terrible uh, the classic uh actual audio cd ones where it was like those little almost like glass knuckles there was about 10 yeah, of them in a circle yeah, yeah. and those things could break so easily and then it was just like oh would you like some shards some shards and uh, broke the you want something that's going to rattle around and fuck up the cd as well as not having somewhere to actually securely hold the cd mm-hmm. like yeah. it's, it was a double whammy it was like go and buy another cd you arsehole mm. so yeah that is that is the uh incredible last guardian press kit i'm impressed by the feather yeah i mean that's, i was that's, as def- well. that's definitely it was a surprise to me to open that and see a feather in there i mean to be honest i think this applies if you're listening and you're working in pr or media or anything where you design this kind of stuff send feathers no put in oh, sweets okay. or biscuits yeah <laughs> pretty much like if that feather had been instead a biscuit in the shape of tree or mm. some Harry Bows doesn't even have to be related to the game. No, unre- completely unrelated. Just a pack of Harry Bows would have been fine. <laughs> Do you know what that feather should have been for me? Mm. Should have been a pen as well. Yeah, I that, think actually, it, it's yeah. just it's just a bloody that, feather. That, that it's just a bloody plastic feather. 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 I am disappointed yeah. by it. Actually, high capacity USB memory stick in the shape of a feather. <laughs> Uh, that's going to go wrong at some point. Yeah. 128 That's going to taper down to mm. a nice sort of sharp end, and then there's just going to be a huge bit mm. where it comes out again yeah. for the USB port. Mm. So I'm mm. going to go with pen. So yeah, that is all we can say about The Last Guardian yep. until next week. Yes. We can say that, that we have a box and the game is inside that box. And that is, you've, you've now seen through words <laughs> what that looks Excuse like. Me. Yeah, <laughs> Like Shakespeare himself. <laughs> mm. Uh, yeah, so you can look forward to uh, our thoughts and words on The Last Guardian next week, but I can talk to you now about Watch Dogs 2, mm. uh, which, yeah, I alluded to, is not selling very well, although it did kind of get a little bit of a bump up yeah. in Black Friday. And do you know what? As someone 
who actively hated watchdogs with a, an undying passion. Mm. It fucking ruined my experience of building a PC. Bu- I built a PC specifically for this game and it was just atrocious. It was broken in every conceivable yeah. way. Watch Dogs 2, however, is very good. Mm. It's, it's kind of... Like, I mean, as has been said here before, it's, like, what it has in common with the first one is obviously the hacking. Like, that, that is your kind of your staple of Watch Dogs. But that's it. Like, in tone, it's just the complete opposite. Obviously, San Francisco is just a nicer place to be in than Chicago. And the characters themselves... I think are superb. Like at first you think, well, at least I did. I wasn't overly, I wasn't overly keen on them because they just seemed a little bit kind of wanky. (laughs) Just, just annoying and Mm. kind of very happy and annoying fuckers, basically, you know, very American. Yeah. Um, Um, but over, over time, you kind of warm to him. And this sense of camaraderie is quite nice. Like, it, it, there, there is um, a large feeling where, like, if one of them fucks up in any way, uh, which kind of, I, I don't know, am I halfway through? Or I'm, I'm a bit, maybe halfway is a bit strong. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit through it, through it anyway. And one character did something in a way. They kind of, they fucked up in a way. And they were kind of panicking. They were like, oh, shit, what about, I'm so sorry about this, blah, 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 blah. And all of them were like, no, no, it's, it's okay. There's, there's, there's no problem. We'll get through this, blah, blah, which is quite refreshing in a game. Mm. Like, I, I know these characters do kind of feel a little bit different to what we're, what we're used to, I suppose. Um, 2016 is all about friendship games. It kind Final of, Fantasy yeah. is selling itself on that whole kind of camaraderie. So, yeah, more friendship in games. Yeah, yeah. More realistic friendship. Are you shooting people or not? I'm not. You're I think not. I've shot a person. Well, an innocent person. Uh, <laughs> no. No, it was a security guy. Well, I mean, I suppose he was a... Li- was he, was he innocent? I, I don't was know. Was he threatening he might, you? He might have just been working his... Did he even have n- a gun? Nine to five. Poor job. working stiff. Last day on the job. <laughs> Last day. Just waiting to clock off. And you're just like... one day to retire, I've never Phil. killed a man before, but I'll make an exception <laughs> for you. Um... But uh, yeah, so I, I've I've killed a man because mm. he no. To be fair, this fellow was coming at me with a gun, and I was like, I'm I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to take you out. Uh, but other than him, I've tried to not, mm. and like that's after. Yeah, I suppose to say I'm halfway at this point. Though, strong, you, but I'm a couple of hours you've in. killed the one person. Yeah. <laughs> Does it? Why not? Just Let's go not mad? send that message well, out, well, Tom. I'm, like I'm, you, you are now a murderer. I am now a murderer. Yeah. And if yeah, you get caught, not, that's it. You're going it's down. Not a competition, though. You're, you're broadcasting to every person who may have accidentally killed someone saying, in their lives. No, he didn't, act- like, he did not accidentally kill this person. He deliberately killed this, this the person. This was, yeah, this was intense. It was not like, I'm going to fire a warning shot at like miles. I'm going to shoot. You no, this, pointing this, his gun at the man. This was 187. This was a, this was a homicide. This was mm. a mental order. So at that, at that point, as, you've as done much it. As I would like to say that you're sending out a bad message to anyone who has ever killed anyone to just go crazy. Mm. At the same time, that reminds me, I don't like the fact that in games... You can't just fire a warning shot and someone will go, fuck this, I'm out of here. That very rarely happens. In so the SWAT it would have been games, cool. you could storm in and put you, your you gun up. You could point your gun, right? And they'd yeah. go like, I'm all right, I'm going to put my gun down. And if yeah. they didn't do it, they you could They did it in Perfect Dark, didn't they? Yeah. Metal Gear yeah. Solid 2 had it as yeah. well. I remember that being but one of the first would, ever. You don't see it very often, though. It's like, mm. if you get into a gunfight in a game like Watch Dogs, it's like, right, I have to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. He's not going to leave me alone. He'll chase me to the ends of the earth unless I get in a car and drive off. But yeah, in real life, 
you know, just fire a few warning shots and he's like, this guy's got a machine gun or something. I'm out of here. That would be refreshing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, yeah, I, I just shot him. Yeah. I, I just, I, he tried to run. I, I shot him I, in I, both legs, hunted him down. And it just, yeah, it just killed him and, and made him uh, feel pain. Um, well, as Tom says, let the genocide begin. <laughs> Tom's but, catchphrase, see, not mine. I'm, I'm not, I know you say, well, why not just go, mm. like, why not go mad with it? But I, I'm i not playing kind of a pacifist run to get a trophy or whatever. I'm just... It's more fun to use your remote control car, yeah. which is called a jumper, or your quadcopter, uh, which I've only kind of just gotten now, um, to to kind of survey an area and kind of I, I, like it. Even allows you, like, say the the what's it called the, the, the jumper. You can basically kind of overtake your. I don't know outpost whatever it's called your area where your enemies are go in get the information and go a lot of the time just with this um, just with this jumper just with your kind of gadgets which I think is quite cool mm. um, it, it kind of gives you that option to I mean you can play it as a, a third person shooter if you want if you do I don't think you're getting the value out of it because yeah. as a third person shooter it's fine you know it's okay but obviously the hacking abilities and all that is where the, I suppose, yeah, where, where uh, I don't want to say greatness, but um, the betterment of Watch Dogs 2 kind of lies, as it were. Could you not have hacked that security guard's phone and made it ring and tell him that he's got an important message at In the, the front desk? the middle of a gunfight. But before you shot him. I like... could have, but I forgot. Right. And also, he was very determined, Tom. Mm. He really wanted to, like, they knew I was in there. Mm. And they kind of wanted to kill me. Yeah. So this was because I was, I mean, I didn't, yeah, this one I didn't actually sneak into at all. I actually just ran in the door <laughs> and there was um, like those red beams and I didn't do my kind of Catherine Zeta-Jones from Entrapment. Mm. I just ran straight through, set off an alarm and I was like, right. Do okay, those red right. beams exist in real life? Yeah. They do. Yeah, it's I not just so. a movie and They don't and slice game. you up in real life. I mean, they no. exist in, I mean, I've seen them in the Crystal Maze. Yeah. So... I guess they're real. They're, they're probably real then, mm. I think. Um, but, uh, Sam, I suppose as a uh, comparison point, you've been playing another game that's set in San Francisco. I have indeed. I've a game playing, from uh, 1994 or yes. whenever it came out. Yes, a very old game. I do like my old games. I do like going back and catching it's up on... It's not loud. It is. It's I not. mean... That's only about, what, two, three years old? I reviewed this mm. game... And it was like yesterday. Driver San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The clue was in the name as to where it was set. Indeed. They should have called it something different. I think uh, if they'd have gone whole hog with the as they do in the actual game with the idea that it's like, you know, you're in this kind of Life on Mars style dream reality and everything's a bit crazy. And I mean, that's my interpretation. I've not finished the game yet. They haven't confirmed. But essentially he's in a coma, just like the guy in Life on Mars. And yeah, you just go around dropping from body to body, jumping in different cars, creating your own roadblocks and stuff like that. And yeah, I think calling it Driver San Francisco, that's like, oh, this is just going to be another one of those shit driver games in a new city. Uh, shit driver games? Driver 1 and 2 were amazing. Everything after that well, that's was true. shit. Drive 3 are. Apart um, from San Francisco. Is Life on Mars as good as people make out? I've never, never seen, seen it. it never and I've always it. toyed with it. Uh, it's very good from what I've seen. Me and my dad were working our way through it and then we sort of did lose a little bit of momentum and then something came up like he had to work for a few days and then we, we kind of lost momentum. That's happened with a few programs so that's no um, bad thing about, you know, it's not Life on Mars itself made us do that. I mean, it's just, 
the fact that it got two great series and then I got a spin-off just kind of shows that you it know that doesn't happen yeah. that doesn't happen very often you know and it made a star of uh, or I say a star but it, it made the name of uh, <laughs> it made a star of uh, well I would name? say it made it made a it made popular Gene Hunt I think his name is maybe that's the character's name you know the aggressive uh, macho is he from the cop adverts? yeah the man from the adverts man yeah. from the adverts yeah he's sort of like he, it's good money in adverts he's also I think he's in um, is he the one from Outcast from is it on Fox the band oh, I'm not sure no. the, the, the it's like, there's a program based on a comic and it's like he's like he's a bit like the Exorcist. He goes around and there's things in people and he gets them out. That's preacher. Oh, I don't know. No, it's also outcast. I can't get the vision of Andre three thousand just in mm. like nineteen sixties Manchester. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, you had you played this before, Driver San Francisco? Uh, no, but I'd always heard good things about it. And I am. Tom asked me a question the other day, and it kind of uh, put into words, I suppose, my. My feeling, my thought process when it comes to looking for a game to play. Like, if I'm not going to pay 45 quid for a game unless I really, really think it's going to be worthwhile. So a lot of the time, I will just go and check the shelves at this place or go onto eBay and look for a 7 out of 10. Something that was... You use this place like Blockbuster, don't I do, you? I do, I do indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and like Blockbuster, I shall be the death of it. Mm. But um, I, do, uh, I do like, you know, scouring through the shelves and all that, but... Uh, I always leave them tidy, unlike mm. the uh, the people who used to frequent Blockbuster around my, my house, I think. Uh, so, yeah, when it comes to Driver San Francisco, again, it's just one of those kind of solid 7 out of 10s with great ideas. Um, maybe got a few 8 out of 10s as well, but I just thought I I'd might check have given it, out. it I think I might have given it an 8. I can't remember. <laughs> there you go. I, I think it's actually a very good game. It, I think it's good. close to greatness because mm. it tries something. It actually is. The, the name belies, you know, what is a much more adventurous game than just driving game this city yeah. which is essentially what it Does implies really cool things with certain missions are really really clever because the way the mechanics work with the jumping around and stuff yeah they do some quite cool stuff but also i feel like a sequel to that mm. where they could have really i mean maybe there was a sequel i can't remember but no. where they really could have just doubled down a lot of these ideas could have created a nine or even a ten maybe game because yeah. they had so many great ideas but what a lot of missions boil down to is jump in the car jump in the car coming the other way and smash into the person mm. you're chasing. That and that's amazing. But that is fun. At, it's, it's fun at first. And then it's like, there are literally some missions where it's like, drive this fan to this place. Uh-oh, here come Jericho's men. You know, not, not cool Jericho, not YCJ yeah, yeah, for any yeah. wrestling fans, but evil Jericho. Um, oh, his men are coming. It's like, oh, what, five cars? Oh, but they're all coming <laughs> from different directions. Of course they're coming. And they have all zeroed in on where I am. Give, you know, video game logic. I can live with that. But then it's like, you jump to one car, you smash that person off the road, jump to the next car, smash that man off the road. And they just keep coming and keep coming. And by the end of it, you've done the same thing with about 25 people. I don't care if this is a dream version of San Francisco. That's still pretty stupid. And you're just doing the same bloody action over and over again. So if they just refine things and they, they try, they try to put a bit of variety in, but I don't know if they had uh, once the vision was established and in place and they'd managed to get the whole jumping from place to place and car to car i don't think they could think of a really great way to keep that feeling fresh and keep you invested and to their credit they do try uh, every two missions or every two chapters rather they will give you some new feature like slowing time and, and whatever but it's just for me a lot of the stuff boils down to drive after this guy you know that's always going to be fun it is a driver game and then jump into a car nearby, come in the opposite direction, smash into it. I mean, it. it is called Driver. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I love Driver 1 and 2. If it had just been the driving game, the mechanics are pretty good when mm. you get used to them and just like 
drifting around corners with a handbrake and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all the mechanics are pretty solid, but I just feel like, yeah, they uh, they almost gave too much, but not quite enough. Like if they'd drawn in their kind of um, aspirations a little, mm-hmm. it would have been a very fun, solid little driving game with a few extra gimmicks. But instead, they kind of want to push you onto this, you know, these crazy new features, which aren't quite tweaked as well as they could be. So as I say, it almost does too much and it reveals its weakness as a result. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, well, every Tuesday, the general public revealed their weakness. I couldn't, I was, I was really searching. I was mm. trying to grab one. What did you hang on? You said re- reveals their weakness. Uh, the people reveal their weakness for us as they tweet us questions about mm. the podcast. Some, something along those lines. Smooth. Um, and uh, yeah, so... We have a couple of questions uh, that people tweeted into videogamer.com. Uh, the first one is from Terry at TG Parsons 1701. Uh, he says, how do I bloody warm up today? Tom, it is very cold. It is. I mean, gloves. I mean, not if you're if you've got a job and you're doing anything, gloves are not good. Right, if you're outside, okay, I mean, oh, that, that's a very intriguing well, thought gloves. process you've gone through. Obviously, there. gloves. You can't. I can't type with gloves on. What? Well, you, but see, straight away, the you've two... gone for office job, Tom. Yeah, I mean, well, I, there are other jobs. Other jobs, there. but even like another job, maybe where you have to have proper dexterity and feeling in your that's hands. What the fingerless gloves are for. But then Tom. you get uh, the ends of your fingers are cold. Obviously, a hat. Get a hat is it, a safer Tom. thing. Hats are not going to interfere in your job at all I would have thought well if you're working in like a machine plant and it maybe gets caught it gets in one caught. of those spinning things hat. that's true a hard hat maybe with a lining a warm yeah <laughs> a fleece lined <laughs> hard hat or something um, maybe get one of those hot pockets or whatever they're called where you put them in your pocket and you break them oh yeah yeah and they yeah. provide oh, you with some cool. heat or whatever they're called those things they're quite good um, do you know I was thinking about this the other day it, every part of the human body we have designed a different article of unique clothing form what were you thinking about this <laughs> because <laughs> because you, you, this will I, I don't know if this will surprise you it certainly surprised me it scared right. the shit out of me because uh, I was thinking about a time when I was walking home a while ago uh, back in Manchester and this doesn't happen very often in Manchester so I don't think it does for anyone who hasn't gone there uh, <laughs> are but, you about to slay at London again <laughs> no 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 a person was walking towards me wearing a full balaclava mm. at night <laughs> <laughs> and it was just I don't think that's because they were trying to keep warm <laughs> No, no, no. It was like a, it, as they got closer. I was at first. I was thinking, what is going on here? And then as they got closer, I shat myself. Mm. Exactly. And then as they got closer, there's a bit of a stumble, and I'm thinking, this, mm. is bit, this is getting, this is getting worse. If anything, and then it was like, as I, I got really close, I was like, this person's quite short, and they're bent over, and I was like, it's an old woman trying to keep warm. So that changes my outlook immediately. I'm like, oh, poor woman, she's just trying to keep warm. But at the same time, it's, like it's the only time I've ever seen someone not in a movie, mm. you know, in the IRA or in like some terrorist organization wearing a balaclava in, in like mm. in real life. So it's just it is it, an option, it's so, but it would I mean, potentially scare people. Yeah, it, it draws unwanted yeah. attention, I like, think, I wearing was walking a balaclava. Home. This is following on from your yeah. story about when you were walking home. The other night, like maybe like maybe Friday, I'm not sure what it was. I was walking home. It was obviously very dark. Walking down a like a fairly quiet street, and suddenly charging towards me without anyone else around was a massive Alsatian. Oh, Tom! <laughs> and I thought this is not good. And I was walking down here, and there was a little road going down the side. I'm doing, I'm yeah. sort of planning this out with my hands for people that can't see. This what's is similar happening. to the last Guardian. Yeah. But there was a road like off to the left, and this dog was running straight at me. This were a I game thought, you'd be about to get a quest. I, I thought this is this is not going to go well. What do I do? Can you, if I kick a dog, is that going to make it like <laughs> back off? It's 
a strong Prob- dog. Probably aggravated. Strong that dog. Situation as well, big dog. Yeah, yeah, I was just trying to think, what would I do? Put my hand up, but then it probably like eat my arm or something. Yeah. And I thought, oh no. And then suddenly, at the last minute, it just ran down the side road. It was playing chicken with you. Yeah. You lost. It was like it was very close. Like I was, I was pretty much hoping it would run into the road and get hit by a car or something at that point. <laughs> just to save me. You could have kicked it into the road if it was mm. like a, an attack dog or something. Yeah. But thankfully, it was maybe it was just going for a little walk. A but terror just, walk. Just, yeah. But, but, so, hang on. The dog was walking. No, it was running. Right. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. maybe that I mean dogs like running, don't they? They right. do. They're fans of running. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. Dogs. It didn't. It didn't necessarily have mean intent. It was just running. But a big dog running is quite scary. The thing is, in that situation, you were perfectly within your rights to start thinking about like how to mm. defend yourself. But I imagine that as like the owner and this beautiful dog you've had for years. <laughs> And it's like, oh, it's just happily running around mm. in this neighborhood where everyone knows its name mm. and it's, everyone loves it. <laughs> and oh, then all you see, <laughs> and then all you see is Tom <laughs> wide-eyed just kicking your dog into the road. <laughs> um, Cod Chops uh, asks, just how shit are Bourneville bears? Sam, how shit is a Bourneville bear? I'm going to hang fire on that until I've tried one. I can't you remember what they are. Never had a Bourneville. I can't remember oh what they are. I'm, I'm panicking. I don't. It's, I can't remember it's, them. It's, I. I'm. I have mixed feelings. I'm about them, don't give me. Don't give me mixed feelings. I like, give me the, the right thing is, answer. I please. like them, but I'd never buy one over another like a dairy milk, for example. Right. Okay. It's like one would of those. You, would you buy a dairy milk? Well, I don't really buy chocolate bars anymore. Right. Okay. But if I was, I probably could buy like a dairy milk or maybe a, a Cadbury's caramel or something. Probably more likely. Okay. But. If someone gave me a Bourneville, it's like, I don't like this. Do you want this Bourneville? I'm like, yeah, I'll have that. So you would eat it? Yeah. See, that's the wrong answer, Tom. Oh. Uh, because the right uh, the question was, just how shit are Bourneville bears? And the right answer was, very shit. Oh. I have just Googled them. Dark chocolate. Ugh, no, thank you. Very shit. Excellent work, Sam. Brilliant. Yes. Um, yeah, Bourne- Bourneville's are horrible. Uh, I mean, that's not violent. my favourite type of chocolate. Uh, <laughs> Dark chocolate's like chocolate you punish yourself with. Yeah, that's why I'd never buy one. But if someone gives it to me, I'm like, fine, I'll eat that. Um, thankfully, Anon uh, asks recommendations for party slash pa- or family slash party slash multiplayer games for a house full at Christmas. Mount your friends. Uh, for a family? Yeah, mount your friends. <laughs> I play that most Christmases in my family, and it always causes much hilarity yeah it's a bit you know the nice a nice bit of blue yeah. you know and it's not uh, too bad it's not too far with. over it's like it's men in pants but that's it like there's no there's nothing yeah. more to it than that and it's just good fun I mean yeah yeah so is Sam any, any kind of are we talking video game? games or is it just like board games any kind of uh... I mean I'd hazard a guess he's on about video games but I mean if you have any pen and paper games or just do you know what's a good one? Is uh, Hangman. Uh, what's Hangman? <laughs> the um, what's the name of it? The one where you, you like face. The, is it Who Am I or whatever? The one yeah. where you like whatever mm. put a poster on your head. I mean, whatever yeah. the fuck you want to be. You just yeah. be like, I'm Kylie Minogue. Mm. There's like, I say, I get I exposed. Princess yeah. from Australia. Yeah. On children's TV, there's a lot of adverts at the moment. I have a small son, so we watch quite a lot of like Nick Junior and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, what, what's popular with children nowadays? Um, Peppa Pig. She's still going. Still yeah, going. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol started, is yeah. very popular. There's some other stuff, but they're the main ones in my house. Plus some like CBBS things. Anyway, there's a lot of adverts for like board games and family games and stuff, and there's quite a lot that are poo based. Who okay. is a very in right now? Yeah, so there's As like in Winnie. 
No, as in like oh. shit. So <laughs> the one of them is like there's lots. There's a couple that are dog doing poos. That's like doggy. I think it's called like Cacamax is one of them. <laughs> Lovely. And there's a lot of them like called doggy, doggy doo doo or something like that. And it, like the, it, you push stuff in its mouth and it comes out the other end. Um, oh, the, war, the one, war on toilet humor. There's another one lost. I think it's called Poopy Head, and I think generally you have to get somehow put poos on the other players' heads. I'm not sure if the person with the most poos wins or loses. Are we apes? Mm. Is my question. But that Are we is, devolving? That is, uh, I, I do watch that advert and wonder what's going on. That's not helping kids. No. They're going to be like, I can shit where I like because yeah. the game told me to. My son has told me numerous times that he's going to do a poo on my head. <laughs> and I'm you look hoping, straight in the eye and go, hoping, Tom, you're <laughs> next. Yeah. Hoping it will never day. happen, but yeah. <laughs> You've got to buy him this fucking uh, well, pepper pig. You know what, Tom? It's like you read the script because Scott Brown uh, at Rage and Scotsman asked, which way do you have your toilet paper? That the with, Scott Brown. With, with the flap outwards <clears throat> or inwards? If Just you because s- that Fallout mod. If you say the la- that's right, yeah. If you say the latter, then your life is invalid. So yeah, are you over or under? Basically, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Do you have a preference? Because I, I I've do. never really thought about it or noticed until someone brought it up to me. I never cared, uh, but I do think there's merits to both. I think that the over-the-top one. You don't sort of wrap your knuckles on the wall when you're trying to get paper. Mm. But at the same time, if you have one hand free to do it with and it's <laughs> and it goes under, then you can use sort of the back of your hand to push um, the toilet paper into the wall and then use the sort of scooping motion oh, no. to pull the paper at the end. Yeah. So what are you that's do, the what merit are you doing of that way. The other, hand? <laughs> the other hand is reading a book. <laughs> Presumably. Are you are you one are you a are you a reader? Because I'm not. I, uh, I, I, read on the I, phone. I, like I'm not saying like, oh, I read a text and that's reading. Like right. I would like, I would go through something on Wikipedia or you know, uh, right. or read an, an article an or article something. On the oh, Cuban no. Missile Crisis. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm under. Um, I just think it. I think it looks better. Under I know does look better. I think it looks. But better. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> the unders of the world are the people who were like marginalized, I believe. Like they're the ones that everyone goes like, "Oh no, you've got to have it over." Like the majority want over. That's that's what I hear. What about I believe What so. about would you fold the end of a new one so it has like a nice triangle on the first sheet like you get in like a hotel or something? Oh no. What what? I, like on so you you you've taken the bag roll out of yeah. the packet and you put it on the Yeah. The fucking dispenser. I don't yeah. know whatever you call it. <laughs> So you and what and you create a little origami end, kind of end to it. Sheet. Just so no it looks, way. I think some people would do that. I wouldn't. I've never heard of that. People, yeah, bastards mm. do that. <laughs> um, Dan Rushton asked if you could release Christmas themed the uh, DLC for a 2016 game. What would it be? Doom. Interesting. Doom. Yeah, I like that idea. Mm. Just killing, I don't know, elves or something. Uh, like that. Just like Hitman. Mm. I, I think, think Hitman, it, Hitman could because Hitman has been quite kind of scar around uh, but, Santa. But has Hitman done it? I think Possibly. there's I think there's a an LA pool party in one of them mm. where Ten, someone's like, dressed as quite Santa or something like, like that. It kind of plays with um, your expectations. Oh, there's a grotto level actually in one of the games mm. where there's a Santa. It's a fancy shindig, and I think there's a Santa, and you can kill right. him and dress up as him. So it's been done, unfortunately. Mm. Um, James, I'm gonna hang. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot James Zerwick. Uh, asks which game do you regret not completing the most or what game could you never finish despite your best efforts uh, so, uh, what, what do you regret not finishing Sam 
for me, and I will get around to it at some point, Persona 4. I mean, it's a good game and it's a classic, so I should really see the ending. But it's a very long game. Have you? Yeah, it's 100. It's yeah. Uh, do you know there's a website called howlongtobeat.com I yeah, highly yeah. recommend it, it's very good it's very helpful if you've only got a certain amount of time to play your games and you want to get in as many as possible uh, but I didn't check Persona 4 like an idiot because I thought oh it's a JRPG but let's talk in 30 uh, the most 60 hours maybe but mm. how wrong I was <laughs> I think it's, I'm probably about Last time I checked, I was probably about 65, 70 hours into it. And I have... What, halfway is it? Yeah, something like that. And, and the thing is, the mechanics only hold up, I would say, and are still delightful and enjoyable. For about 30 hours after that, it becomes a little bit of a grind and you're just doing it for the story. So, yeah. And it's very easy to win a lot of the battles if you just... If you've got your wits about you and, you know, you use the correct, you know, attack on the correct person you'll seldom lose a battle. So, yeah. And there's little things, because it is an older game in some ways, even though it's quite late into the PS2 cycle, where there's just, you know, they don't give you enough uh, resources or checkpoints. And, and if you die, it's like, well, there goes, you know, three hours of work or two hours. And it's like, I don't have those two hours, you know, like I'm already plowing too much time into this game compared to what I could have played it with that time. So I don't know if any game is so good that I wouldn't want to play... For in that time span, I could have played maybe seven or eight <laughs> classic games. Like, not mm. classic as in, like, you know, old, but... Well, it could be old, but, you know, really good games. Like, uh, an eight to ten hour adventure. or even Time seven. is money, Sam. Time, yeah. time is money. And, and mm. uh, you're right in the sense that, like, it's cheaper to go with the longer game and you get more money out, uh, money's worth. Yeah, fuck that. But, it's, it's like, if a game... Like, I, I, I hate the time argument. Like, if if... If a game like Journey is like an hour and a half, two if you take your time, and I think Journey is outstanding, and you can compare that to I don't know a game that might take you, I don't know for some reason Assassin's Creed Revelations came into my head. Like what a useless sack of shit <laughs> game! Like, and if you wanted that game could be twenty hours, thirty hours. Mm. It's, fucking, just because it's longer doesn't mean it's better, you know. I would say that that argument stood up better in the past because what you didn't have in the past was things like Steam sales and the online sales, where you would just accumulate a huge amount of games for very che- comparatively, you know, cheap prices. So nowadays, people are kind of spoiled in that if you've not got a game to play at the moment, say no AAA games coming out, you'll still have about 25 games in your back catalogue that you can play. Mm. So in the past, though, I would say if you didn't have a great deal of money and you needed to pick a game that was going to last you all summer or something like that, then yeah, a JRPG would probably be a good idea and the money's, getting your money's worth would be a factor in that. But as I say, nowadays, it doesn't really hold as much water and I would rather play seven or eight really good seven eight hour adventures uh for maybe the same price maybe you get them all cheap on steam for about a five or a time then you know pay a full 40 50 quid for a a jrpg that you know just starts to grind Mm. after a while um what was the question i forgot i can't remember uh ross mcmahon uh asks how horribly wrong is column about bounty so right what is this um, is this another like this this chocolate bar issue. This is another chocolate bar <laughs> issue, right? So um, it was revealed. I, I, apparently, some people were unaware, but they got the newsletter uh, that I, with I, when I mentioned Watchdogs earlier, mm. what an undying passion. Similar bounties. I hate them 
so mm. so very much again I feel similar. I would be insulted if someone offered me a bounty I, someone yeah. you can't trust someone who has in January a box of celebrations <laughs> in their house and the bounties are gone mm-hmm. you I cannot trust I, those I would always eat those last for sure yeah. but well, I would I would I would eat them it's the same thing as the Bourneville bar like I, I'd, forg- I, I'd forgive a Bourneville not, before I'd forgive I'm a bounty I'm not like again I would, I would never I'm not sure I've ever bought a bounty and I'd probably look at people funny if I saw them buying a bounty. But if someone's like, I bought these bounties, I don't know why, I don't like them. Do you want one? Yeah, right. I'll eat a bounty. Tom, I level with you. I fucked up. <laughs> I need you to help me finish <laughs> yeah. off these bounties. I bought a pack of four, they're a pound. Right. I was and tricked. then I thought I, I thought I'd give them a go. I actually think they're disgusting. I don't even yeah. like coconut. Here, do you want them? Yeah. But it t- like while you're eating them, it's like, do you just... like do you like coconut? No, I well there you go. And that's that's fine. You don't like coconut. You don't like bounties. That's fair enough. Well, have fun on the desert island if a plane ever crashes <laughs> and you're on it because just... you are fucked. Like coconut milk is is fine. Really, I find that horrible. Yeah. Same. Well, I'm not going to drink coconut. Like coconut milk is a, an aid for cooking. Right. Like I'm not going to just go. Mm. <laughs> Some people might. Some yeah. people buy it and drink it. Yeah, yeah but that's because Castaways. they're fucking assholes. These are the same pricks <laughs> that will eat a bounty. That, as you said, will go into a shop and buy a bounty mm. to eat. Like Sam, and also well, you're buying. You stand in the bounty. You're buying two are, at once, aren't you? As well. Yeah, that was yeah. what I was about to say. There are significant issues with a bounty, but I mean, uh, let's let's get onto the issues first. The fact that they split them into two. That mm. is just ripping you off because that little space between them could have been more chocolate bar. Yeah, and they yeah. know it and they're fucking you off. But you do get extra chocolate because you, yeah. you get four ends instead of two ends. So if you're not into the the, the coconut as much, you get more chocolate. I, I, we should conduct an experiment what actually gets you more chocolate because mm. if they actually lined them up together, I think yeah. that extra chocolate is going to be on Maybe. the sides and the bottom instead. So mm. I think they've, they've played you, and Tom. Who really, they've played you like who a Who eats one and then goes, I'm going to save that one. Later. later and they don't even give you a way to close it <laughs> no it's just it's a nightmare from start to finish and the other thing i would say is that i don't know if milk chocolate and uh coconut go that well together i quite i'm I, telling I, you they don't bounties are horrible <laughs> but i could i could probably see myself eating um like coconut uh, those coconut ball things that look like snowballs you know what i mean have you ever seen them yeah, no? yeah 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 uh i could eat the stuff in a bounty the coconut stuff oh. on its own or with like something else but with milk chocolate, uh, it just it's it's a wasted bar for me. And, so, so the, and the packet, the, I just don't like it either. It's like everything on the shelves is 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 different. I admit that, but the whole beach scene and stuff, it's no just doing nothing for me. <laughs> nothing for me. Uh, so uh, I can't remember what the question was, but the answer is bounties are shit. Uh, so thanks very much to everyone for uh, sending in your questions. As I said, you can do that every Tuesday, I suppose, when we record this podcast. Um, uh, in terms of the social stuff you can follow uh, Video Gamer on Twitter at VideoGamer.com we are on Facebook Facebook.com forward slash VideoGamer.com uh, YouTube.com forward slash TV, and of course as well if you like this podcast and you want to hear more of it uh, you can support us uh, become a member of the Video Gamer Community Club by heading to Patreon.com forward slash VideoGamer and of course Tom for all of your video gamer needs, head to videogamer.com. Mm. So we, we should point out that if you if you if you help us on Patreon, Video Gamer Community Club, you get this podcast early at a certain tier, but also an extra podcast, mm. completely new extra podcast, um, every week on a Friday. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's lots of podcasts, good from goodness 
for you if you uh, become a member of the Video Gamer Club. Uh, so, now it's time for my least favourite part of the show. This is where the part of the show where we must bid the listener adieu. So, say goodbye, Sam Riley. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Tom Ari. I'm trying to think what tone to do it in. Goodbye. <laughs> ah. You went for uh, James Bond back. Well, it was meant to be slightly enthused. I see. It was. No, I, to be honest, I could have okay. said anything. I was mm. just, uh, I, I'm pretending I could pick up on your little <laughs> little uh, nuance. And say goodbye, Colin Mahern Sloan. Go forward. <laughs>